I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our Much More to Say blog, posted bi-weekly, where the conversation continues. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. Now, while I typically don't quote the Bible on this show, I'll make an exception in this case. And let's go to Job 19.20 in the King James Version. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I escaped with the skin of my teeth. Wow. (laughs) So that's where it comes from, that old saying. And we did escape by the skin of our teeth. Needless to say, 2020 was quite a wild ride that tested our health, finances, relationships, as well as spiritual and mental well-being. And for those of us who survived, congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back, take a bow, and get ready for the ride ahead. Because there's still a question out there. What happens next? On one of my other podcasts, which is titled Freelancer Survivor Stories, I start by asking the question, how did we get here? How did we get to this spot where we are right now? Although it could take hours for me to itemize, you know, chapter and verse on why we are where we are. These episodes on this show are very brief and I'm not going to break form. Not now, hopefully not ever. Reason number one, COVID-19. At the time I recorded this episode, there were almost 19.5 million confirmed cases of the coronavirus in the United States alone. With around 200,000 or so new cases reported every day. There are around 335,000 deaths attributed to COVID-19 with around 2,000 deaths per day. Now, a simple Google search requesting current COVID-19 numbers will provide more information, and it's all shocking. Number two, the unemployment situation, or should I say the unemployment situation. While the economies gain over 245,000 jobs and the rate of unemployment has dropped to around 6.7%. Those numbers don't tell the whole story. 
The number of unemployed Americans right now stands at about 10.7 million. While that number is trending down, it's still 4.9 million higher than it was in February. And the downward trending unemployment percentage of 6.7 is still 3.2% higher than it was in February. You want some more information on that? More detailed information, I urge you to go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website at www.bls.gov, and they'll give you that and a lot more. Number three, we have an economy that's in shambles. Businesses are closing at a record clip. According to a recent Yelp economic impact report, over 160,000 businesses, mostly small, have closed. And that's not the worst news. Over 60% of those businesses, of those closed businesses, are permanent. These businesses are mostly in the restaurant, retail, and entertainment sectors. Number four, the general election of 2020, with the presidentials on the top of the ticket. Over 150 million people cast votes in November or leading up to November 3rd, including a record number of people who voted via mail-in absentee ballots. We elected a new president, although the current one is still having a hard time accepting defeat. We've also made history by electing the first woman of color to the office of vice president. Hell, she was the first woman elected to this office, period. So what does all this mean? It means that in 2021, we have a lot of work to do. You hear about economists and politicians talking about GDP, which means gross domestic product. But what is that? All right. It's basically four main components. It's private consumption. That's us spending on bread, milk, gasoline, rent, all of that. That's about 70% of the economy. There's also fixed investments, which are made by businesses, which is about 18% of the economy. Government consumption, which is about 17%. And net exports, which is the difference between imports and exports. We run at a 5% deficit. All right. Sorry about the economics lesson, but it's important for us to know. You know, so when we hear other words from other politicians, either, you know, the donkeys or the elephants, we'll know exactly what they mean or what they're trying to pull on us or whatever. GDP is also known as the national income equation. All right. And if you added all those percentages up, they equal one. They always should equal one. If they don't, something's wrong with the problem. So, you know, check your math. So, for example, if consumption decreases for any reason, let's say, hmm, I don't know, I lost my job because of COVID or um, whatever, that number goes down. It has to be made up somewhere else to get back to one. Now, the most obvious place is the G, 
the government. Okay. Now I know people are saying, Hey, we don't want to, um, overburden our, our future generations and all that stuff. Well, let me give you a simple math equation, not even an equation. Let me just lay something out here. Everybody who's worked their whole lives and have put into the social security system, that's just one piece of it. Do you get back every penny that you put in? No. So there's a little extra. Some to keep the lights on in the government, some to keep our worthy or <clears throat> or unworthy, excuse me, unworthy, whatever politicians, you know, paid and just everything. But basically, the government is making something on it. So by reaching to the government or looking to the government to bail us out, all we're doing is just taking a simple withdrawal on what we've been putting in the whole time. So... Whatever they tell you, or, you know, we're going to hurt, you know, future generations. No, no, no. Let's say those $2,000 checks, or even the $600 checks, but I'm, I'm, I'm an optimist. Let's say the $2,000 checks. Guess what happens to them? They go right back into the economy. Why? Because we consume most of what we make. So I'm going to buy a loaf of bread. The grocer is going to buy tires. The guy at the tire shop is going to buy a TV, so forth and so on. Get my point? All right. If the government offers support to small businesses in crisis, many of them who are still standing or barely standing will be there when this storm clears, and it will clear. I'm an optimist. We all are optimists. Optimist. Excuse my <laughs> tight tongue. We're going to come out of this on the other side. And we want as many businesses as possible, you know, to survive, as well as us as individuals. We want to survive. You know, we didn't do anything to cause this. I mean, and most of us are doing whatever we can to remediate. We're wearing masks. We're doing social distancing. We're, um... We're staying home. We're, we're washing it. We're doing everything we're supposed to do, and we're still, you know, suffering, and we're being punished for something we didn't do. Now, this isn't a cast the blame episode. This is actually, believe it or not, an episode of hope. And I'm going to take a little break, and I'm going to come back with one example of a group, a segment of the population who has, you know, taken matters into their own hands and who have fought the good fight, and it looks like they're going to come out okay. So when I come back, we'll talk about that. This is Ken Boone, and you're listening to Much More to Say on the Descant Music and Media Network. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to this special New Year's episode of my podcast, Much More to Say. For the past several months, I've been lending my voice in support of independent artists and venues 
across the United States. Now, while I'm not in a position to personally help financially, you know, I'm retired and all, I've been sharing their posts on social media. You know, many of the artists have even taken to live streaming events. And I've been more than happy to pass the word along and their links. And I just pushed them out to my uh, followers out there. And you guys have been, you know, very kind. You've supported them. You've uh, watched their events. You've donated. And, and again, on behalf of them, these uh, independent artists, thank you, thank you, thank you. My brother, I think, actually has about 28 live events and uh, the newest and the latest one and the final one for 2020 is uh, I guess appearing within the around the time that this episode is released but um, his name is Mike Boone you can get information on my Facebook page the um, the band page or the business page whatever you call it now it's it's called at Descant Media Group or my uh, group page, which is Descant MMG Indie Artist Facebook group. Either one keeps you posted on what he and his friends and colleagues are doing in the um, area of live uh, music. And uh, we know this is something that uh, you guys want. It's well-received, and we continue to thank you for your continued support. I've also been supporting the National Independent Venue Association in their Save Our Stages campaign, where they lobbied Congress to include aid in the most recent COVID-19 relief bill. Now, it was an uphill battle, and it did not seem to be going well at uh, various times, but I'm happy to say that it worked. This campaign of social media pressure of, you know, of folks calling their congressmen, emailing their congressmen, their senators, it actually worked. And um, it's part of the COVID-19 relief package, the almost $1 trillion package that just got signed by President Trump. Now, I'd like to take this opportunity to read a message of gratitude from the National Independent Venue Association. And it reads as follows. Thank you for helping to save our stages. You responded in an overwhelming fashion. NIVA thanks all those across the country who sent 2.1 million emails to their elected officials expressing their support for the Save Our Stages Act. All 535 congresspeople heard from their constituents through SaveOurStages.com. Without your support and continued attention, we not, would not have accomplished this goal. Our gratitude also extends to Senator John Cornyn, a Republican from Texas, and Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat from Minnesota, in the Senate, Representative Peter Welch, a Democrat from Vermont, and Representative Roger Williams, a Republican from Texas, in the House. Champion leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, and 230 bipartisan co-sponsors in Congress. The Stave Our Stages Act will provide emergency relief to independent venues and promoters that have been devastated by the pandemic's shutdown. 
This legislation will enable these mom and pop businesses to hold on until it's safe to gather, reopen fully, and once again return to serving as the economic engines for their communities. The legislation provides critical help to shuttered businesses by providing a grant equal to 45% of gross revenue from 2019 with a cap of $10 million per entity. This grant funding will ensure recipients can stay afloat until reopening by helping with expenses like payroll and benefits, rent and mortgage, utilities, insurance, PPE, and other ordinary and necessary business expenses. So what's next? NIVA hopes to work with the Small Business Administration to ensure the emergency relief is dispersed as Congress intended. That the instructions and process to apply for grants ensure that the process is implemented accurately, fairly, and as expediently as possible. Since it could take many weeks, even months, for the funding to flow, the NIVA Emergency Relief Fund with the Giving Back Fund as its 501c3 fiscal sponsor continues to raise money to assist the venues at greatest risk of permanently going under as we wait for the grants to be issued. Now, if you want to donate or otherwise get involved in this organization, I urge you to go to their website. That's www.nivassoc.org or www.saveourstages.com. Friends, as we enter the new year, let us not forget those we've lost in 2020. Let us not forget all the unnecessary heartache inflicted upon people of all ideological stripes. Going forward, let's try, let's try to listen to one another. Let's try to fix the damaged relationships. And let's try to focus more on the things that unite us and less on the things that divide us. Our quote for today comes from author Amy Reed. This is the first time in I don't know how long that I've come even close to caring what happens next. I guess you could call that hope. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website muchmoretosay.weebly.com That's much more than number two say.weebly.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We're also available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and most podcast directories. Our email address is descantmmg at gmail.com. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group.